This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, thanks for joining us here on this Monday afternoon and we do hope to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, as always, we'll take your calls and ideas and opinions, 360-676-5464. We start the program, though, with uh, another issue that some of us us will be voting on. That's the Greenways levy. And the election just uh, two weeks from tomorrow, if I see my calendar correctly, on November 7th. So your ballot should have come in the mail late last week or over the weekend. And joining us today, we're going to talk about the Greenways Levy, as I said, and um, for the first part of the program. And then we'll move on. We'll take your calls about whatever is on your mind. But uh, Neil Shaner is with us. He's with the Greenway Front, Greenways 5 Levy Campaign. And Brad Jones with the Alternative Greenway Committee. And uh, great to talk to both of you. Great. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yep, thank, thank you. Okay, well, let's start with Neil. Uh, tell us what the the green about the Greenways levy, what uh, what it may cost, and and what uh, what it will pay for. Certainly. So the Greenways levy, uh, this is the fifth Greenways levy in the city's history, would fund this Bellingham's Greenways program, which has been in action since for the past thirty three years, since nineteen ninety. So four times the city of Bellingham has passed a Greenways levy. This iteration would continue the same uh, Greenways program items of acquisition, development, and maintenance of parks, park facilities, habitat, open space, and trails throughout the city. But also adding uh, three new components. Uh, We want to focus on equity to make sure everyone in the city is getting the same level of service for their parks and trails. So that usually means living at a certain distance away from those amenities. We're focusing on urban trees to focus on Bellingham's urban forest and its tree canopy. We realize that there are some deficiencies in it, as is will be highlighted in the city's forthcoming urban forestry management plan. And we want to focus on those trees and the health of those trees. We're also focusing on climate resiliency, something that's been on a lot of people's minds. And we want to make sure that our parks facilities and our trails and every offer open space is the best it can be as the world continues to change and that it's providing comfort for us as we move forward. Um, so you mentioned the cost. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Well, good. No, no, go ahead. Uh, could, uh, yeah. Tell us about the cost. That's what I was going to ask sure. about. Okay. Great. Yeah. And we've actually been getting a lot of questions about this because on the ballot, the language, uh, the text is a little confusing. Um, the cost of the Greenways 5 levy is proposed to be $0.41 cents per $1,000 of assessed property value. And the, the ballot itself also goes on to say for a total of $1.55. That one fifty-five would be the total city of Bellingham property tax. But, of course, as everyone who has seen the property tax statement knows that there are also county and state and school and port and several other property taxes that add up to be the total. So again, the Greenways Five levy would be forty-one cents per thousand dollars. Okay, and would this be a, a new tax, or would it be a continuation of a levy? Or right. So uh, currently, the, we have the Greenways Four levy. When that will end at the end of this calendar year. Okay. So it is it's a continuation of the Greenways program, but it's a brand new levy. I guess so. Uh, there's a new document behind it all. I guess my question was: It would it replace a tax that we've been play, paying? Uh, you know, and with yes, uh, yes, okay. that, that's correct. Right. So Greenways Four will end, and Greenways Five hopefully will uh-huh. start. Okay, okay, and uh, if well, we'll get on to whether or not whether if it doesn't pass. But uh, Brad Jones is also with us, and Brad, you hate the outdoors. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 but yeah. but but you have a bit of a different take on this, so tell you know let let it, fill us in on that. Yeah, no, it has been kind of strange for me to be on this uh, alternative greenways committee because I've I'm very I've been supportive of the greenways levy my <clears throat> close to twenty years in Bellingham and uh-huh. um, our our point of view at this point is just that our limited public dollars need to offer. <clears throat> 
a more diverse set of recreation offerings um, and facilities year-round. It's not really about whether open space is good. It's about Bellingham investing public funds and creating a more diverse and inclusive recreation portfolio. You know, this is so it's absolutely re- happening. Sorry? Uh, I was going to say, so you'd, you'd, you'd like to see something different uh, or uh, a different model? Well, I mean, <clears throat> we'd like to see, like, right now there's a huge imbalance between public uh, – quality public outdoor recreation opportunities and quality public indoor recreation opportunities. So we would like to see more quality recreation, indoor recreation opportunities um, be included. I mean, the Greenways Levy is a major fund for our Parks and Recreation Department. Our Parks and Recreation Department needs to provide quality recreation experiences across the board for both indoor and outdoor. And so we would like to see, you know, this is not a new phenomenon, this, <clears throat> this uh, situation with public indoor recreation. This is something that people have been talking about for over 20 years, writing letters, filling out surveys, doing needs assessments. And so um, we feel that, you know, after 33 years of, uh, of really good work and a good goal, that it's time to include public indoor recreation in this levy. Is would that um, entail? I don't know gyms. Uh, you know, like an expanded Arnie Hanna Center or that ty- type of thing. Yeah, I mean, we would love to see uh, an expanded, more aquatics, gymnasiums, basketball, volleyball, pickleball. You know, multi-use facilities, indoor walking, jogging track, a fitness center, cardio, free weights, strength equipment, work classes, climbing wall, all that sort of thing. I mean, we're <clears throat> at a huge. Uh, you know, there, we just don't have any of that. We have a aquatic center that was built in 1995 when the population was 46,000, and it, that, it wasn't big enough to accommodate our community at that point. And now we're nearly double with the same pool, and it's people, kids can't get swim lessons. You know, it would be nice if we could do what other communities around us do and have a, we're a program where every fourth grader learns to swim, but we don't, we just don't have the space for that. And you know, there's, we have some pretty challenging weather around here, and it'd be nice to have ways to keep people moving and have a healthy lifestyle through our cold, dark, wet, rainy season. Okay. Uh, so I guess, Neil, what what's your answer to that argument? Oh, certainly. Well, I, I agree with Brad that Bellingham does not have uh, a great level of of indoor recreation opportunities, and the Arnie Hanna pool is, is dated and undersized for the size of our community. But we don't view uh, the greenways and indoor recreation. They're not. It's not one or the other. So first, I want to be very clear: if you vote against the Greenways Five Levy, you are not voting for indoor recreation. And so I think that. They're, they're not exclusive of each other. And the Greenways program is an excellent example that when Bellingham identifies a need, uh, they can make a detailed plan and then figure out a way to enact it. So, and I understand Brad is talking about potentially that there's a 2020 recreational needs assessment survey put out by the city. And in it, they asked specifically about indoor recreation opportunities and what people wanted in that realm and I know that the Parks Department is using that information to also look at the Civic Complex, where we have the Joe Martin Field and the Arnie Hanna Center, the big piece of property that could potentially hold some indoor recreation facilities. And the city is looking at how best to provide those. But I think it's important that Greenway still continues. There is um, the Parks Recreation Open Space Plan details the needs for more Greenway. There's a Greenway strategic plan that goes into more depth and lists out specific projects that the levy funds would go towards. So I think the need is still there, but I also recognize that there is a need for indoor recreation. So I would I just don't want people to think that if you vote against the levy, you're going to get indoor recreation. I think we can have both, and I think it would be exciting to work with Brad and other community leaders to make that a reality. Well, Brad, I guess, has there been an organized uh, citizen movement to to urge the city to to build more of these types of facilities and maybe bring a similar measure to the ballot? I mean, there's been many 
you know, movements even prior to me moving here to try to get uh, more indoor recreation, to expand our pool, to have, add more aquatic space. I mean, and I would say that, you know, a vote against the greenways is not a vote against outdoor recreation. Um, I think that, you know, it's the idea that we have to have two levies for our Parks and Recreation Department, one for outdoor recreation and one for indoor recreation. Seems like it's, it's, it's suggesting it's, uh, it's a request for additional taxes on top of an already increased tax um, that we're asking for now, and that if taxes are going to be raised, it should be directed towards indoor recreation. You know, I mean, for 30 years and over $100 million, the community has focused singularly on outdoor recreation, which is a good goal, but it's time to focus on indoor recreation. Do you think that would happen if this measure were to fail? I don't know. Um, but I know that the community has been clamoring for this for a long time, and I, you know, I think we're, we're grasping wherever we can at this point. And, and uh, to see that, um, you know, that there's no, no, we don't, we haven't seen a plan to expand indoor recreation. And, uh, and the idea that we're now, the community is going to be asked to be, have another levy to fund, you know, whenever it does happen, it just, it seems, I think we all got our assessed property values last week and saw how much those skyrocketed and the idea of another tax um, to help with indoor recreation. It just seems a bit overwhelming right now. It'd be a bit of a tough sell, I, I guess we'd have to admit. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. Neil, if this doesn't pass or if this were not to pass, what would the effect be on, on our open spaces? Certainly. Well, I also just want to say something quickly about something that Brad said. So okay. we have been taxed for outdoor recreation, so the greenways for for three decades, but it's something that the voters have chosen to do. So when it has been put forth in front of them for the past four times, they have voted yes. And in the Greenways 4 levy, it passed with 69.7% of the vote. And that's a really powerful message that people in Bellingham, at least the voters, they care about Greenways and outdoor recreation, and they wanted more of it. So if the Greenways 5 levy doesn't pass, what what will happen? Uh, It's a lot easier to imagine what Bellingham would be if there was no Greenways program at all. So no Taylor Dock, no Galbraith Mountain, no no Cordata Park, no Squalicum Park. A lot of the trail connections wouldn't be there. It's a lot harder to look into the future to see won't be there because we don't know what parks and trails won't be built necessarily, even though there are there is a list of specific projects. But I think as Bellingham grows, what we'll mostly notice is that our existing facilities will become more crowded because they'll be getting used more, and also likely they will begin to deteriorate more. So we've already been hearing uh, through some concerned citizens that they feel the Parks Department can do more to maintain our existing assets, and that would that would get worse. It would also might ironically uh, take away from the Parks Department's ability to plan for indoor recreation. So if the Parks Department loses the Greenways levy fund, they'll have to spend more of their regular budget to maintain and you know do capital replacements of our existing parks, open spaces, and trails, which means they might have less to plan for indoor recreation. Okay. Is there some place, is there a website where some of the you know some of those the the planned um, uh, recreational areas or greenways, what have you, parks, uh, where any of those projects are listed. I mean, the ones that are, like I say, in the planning stages. Certainly. Uh, so, if you go to greenwayslevy.com, I know I'm shilling my own website or our own <laughs> campaign's website. Okay. Uh, on the about on the about tab, there's a list of links that will lead to the greenway strategic plan, and in it. It lists everything out. Uh, and you can also go, uh, you can, I mean, it's all public uh, knowledge, the the biennial budget for the city. It's, it's like 100 pages long, a big PDF. But if you search for the word greenways, it'll find all the projects that are already earmarked for the next two years to be uh, funded with greenways money. Okay. And Brad, um, as far as, um, you know, what you're advocating, uh, expanded indoor recreation, is there, you know, we talked about, is there, if there's an organized uh, push for that, um, 
they have is there a website or anything that um is available um, no there's i mean i'm i've been part over the years for the past um eight years of a group called let's pool together um a nonprofit that was formed to try to get more aquatic space in uh in bellingham so i'm very familiar with that effort um but there is no there is no other uh plan out there. I mean, I would encourage people to go look at the Bellingham Pro Plan. You can see uh, how, you know, that, that there is there's a very low priority on expanding um, indoor recreation space. Uh, and so, um, but to answer your question, we don't have a specific website. Okay. Well, I appreciate both of you joining us today, and you're both advocating for, for positive things for our community. That's for sure. I, I mean, I really appreciate our outdoor spaces, but uh, I, you know, I, I think our indoor recreation opportunities can only be a, a huge benefit to us as well. And so, um, you know, good luck to both of you and uh, campaigns for both. I, it's, I mean, it's, you know, kind of picking, you know, I, I wish we could have everything, you know, that we could, uh, that we could really have do both at the same time. Apparently that's not going to happen, but we'll see what happens with the ballot this time around. All right. Great. Thank, Thank you for having us. All right. Brad uh, Jones, once again, with the Alternative Greenway Committee and Neil Shaner with the uh, Greenway 5 levy campaign. And as I said, thanks to both of you for joining us. Thank you. All right. Welcome. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. Be back with uh, your calls. And uh, we'll go on to our regular program and uh, talk about whatever's on your mind. 360-676-5464 here on KGMI Connects. With today's rising costs, it can be a challenge to feed your family. And Little Caesars wants to give back to our community with a customer appreciation day. And not just one day, every Tuesday. Pick up two large cheese or two pepperoni pizzas plus free crazy bread for just $13.99. You heard right, $13.99. No need to order ahead. Just walk in and they will have it hot and ready. Or if you prefer to call ahead, they will be happy to take your order. And now you can place your two for Tuesday deal for online orders too. Just download the Little Caesars mobile app or visit them on the web at littlecaesars.com. Choose your closest Whatcom County or Skagit store. Add two classic pizzas and a crazy bread to the cart and enter the promo code two for Tuesday at checkout. That's the number two for Tuesday at checkout. It really is that easy. Where else can you feed your family, friends, or crew for just $13.99? Little Caesars, the world's easiest way to pizza. Locally owned and operated in Whatcom and Skagit County since 1988. Pizza, pizza. Don't put your golf clubs in the closet this winter. Take them to Volley Entertainment and Sports Bar in Bellingham. And this Thursday with PNW Perks, you can check out Volley for half the price. Virtually play some of the world's best golf courses with Volley's state-of-the-art golf simulator, and the whole family can have fun with their brand-new blackout mini-golf nine-hole course. Volley Entertainment Center and Sports Bar is adding more entertainment than ever. Blacklight miniature golf, pickleball, cornhole, ping-pong, pool, shuffleboard, a state-of-the-art golf simulator. Plus, there are TV screens all over Volley. Enjoy the 16 taps of local craft beer and snack on their great bar food. Plus, you can book your birthday or workplace holiday party at Volley. This Thursday with PNW Perks, you can get an hour on the golf simulator for two, plus a round of blackout mini golf for two, and you'll get it all for half the price. Head to pnwperks.com this Thursday at 8 a.m. to get in on the fun. Check them out in Bellingham or online at volleybellingham.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on KGMI Connects. And uh, go right to the phones. Randy in Bellingham gets us started today. Hi, Randy. Hey, Joe. I'm hot subject, but I didn't plan on talking about the greenways. (laughs) That's all right. Anyway, I I wanted to talk to you about the the Gaza, I mean the Palestinian Israeli thing, uh-huh. and and I've been thinking about this for a while, and I, and I think that uh, Israel made a mistake on the, with their missile attacks on Gaza, and and also with their planned offensive, I think that would be a mistake at this time too, and the reason is is after. Uh, the Palestinians attacked Israel. Israel had the empathy of the whole world on their side, including all the Arab nations, too. And they are in a really good negotiating system to uh, position to uh, negotiate uh, uh, 
maybe not a piece, but uh, a two-state two state solution or maybe a better situation uh, that would be very favorable to them. And I think the Arab states at that point would have joined in and urging the Palestinians to settle with the Israelis. I mean, they had a really good position there that they kind of, uh, they just kind of blew it, you know, by making these missiles attacks on on yeah. Gaza. Well, that was that and, was kind of my thought, too, is that, is this, a, and especially if they could have uh, you know, partnered with uh, some of the Arab neighbors and, and started to move toward this and and use that goodwill that they enjoyed for that time after the, this horrible attack by Hamas would uh, you know to get more of the arab world to turn away from Hamas as as an entity and 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 having any credibility at all and um and yet now with uh with you know violence directed toward Hamas of course that's what it's directed at but it comes off to much of the rest of the world as being directed yeah. and toward the Palestinian people, then that's, uh, you know, just, you know, terrible, um, uh, just terrible optics for the Israeli I mean, when government. it first happened, me, just like everybody else, I said they ought to annihilate them, level mm-hmm. it, you know. Uh, that's your first impulse, but then I'm not the president of Israel, you know. And, and usually when things like severe things happen in life or a you know, national things like this, it's a good idea to stop and consider your options before you do anything dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but with, you know, Biden gave him real good advice, you know, don't get involved in a long-term, prolonged war with no end to it, uh, like we have, you know, over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. and and not really accomplishing anything, you know. And I think what Biden was saying was, you know, hold off and think about this, because you don't know what the Palestinians, I kind of thought maybe it was a classic, uh, you know, bait and lead them into the closed canyon type thing where they're going to, yeah. yeah. I thought that, that that the attack was just to get the Israelis to uh, attack them, and then they're going to have a very nasty surprise, like either a dirty bomb, uh, maybe a tactical nuclear weapon, who knows, you know. Uh, big yeah. Armageddon happened with the whole Israeli army. It almost seemed like it was too. It didn't make sense at the time. It doesn't make sense now. So uh, Netanyahu was smart to put the tanks on the border and just hold off and really think about before he goes in what's waiting for him on the other side. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, you know. With that said, you know, there's a lot of judgment against Israel now. The Palestinians have the world's empathy. And everybody's against Israel for killing Palestinians, but people seem to have forgotten exactly what war is. Yeah. That's what war is. Uh-huh. The, you know, when the Germans attacked Stalingrad, they didn't send in aid. They didn't send in water, oil, food, so on and so forth. When uh, we laid siege to Berlin and with the Russians, we didn't send in aid. We First thing we did was we leveled Berlin, you know, a blanket bombing. And, uh, you know, then we starved them. You know, they, those people starved before the Berlin fell. Uh, that's what war is. You yeah. know, I don't know what people are thinking. I, you know, I think people, because we've never had a war on our soil, maybe that's it. But people don't seem to realize that war is a very brutal thing. And, and you know, that's what Biden was cautioning Netanyahu about, you know. And, and I think that... Yeah. And to have this spark in a wider war too is the is the is the well, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes, of course, and and that could have been part of their motive too was to get Iran into it and and get the uh, all the other guys. I can never remember the name. Uh, uh, Hamas, Hezbollah, Hezbollah. Yeah, and, get and, them into it, or, yeah, and, yeah. or or have another massive invasion of Israel like they had in '67 or several times over in the past, you know, and, uh, but, you know, I think, you know, if if they're going to wage war, if Israel is going to wage war against the Palestinians, yeah, that's what you do. You blank a bomb, you annihilate them all through history. When you lay siege to a people, the idea is to surround them. And in fact, Israel could have just done that. They could have not shot in the missiles, surrounded them and just cut off their water and uh, food and oil. And well, just wait. That's, in essence, they've done that, but uh, yeah, 
But um, yeah, but they shot well, the missiles too, and, right, and you right. know, in the classic classic times, like when when you lay uh, in antiquity, when you laid siege to a city, and even in yeah. modern times, the idea was to surround it and just let them starve to death until right. they give up. Right? You know. Oh, so, golly. Anyway. Okay. Thanks, uh, Randy. I appreciate your thoughts. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We got uh, Rich, Robert, Jim on the line, and we'll hear from you too. Hopefully, here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866 733 51 The Seahawks host the Cleveland Browns on Sunday, October 29th, and we want to send you with the 12s to cheer on the Hawks at Lumen Field. We're giving away two tickets to one lucky listener with our Seahawks vs. Browns sweepstakes. To get in on the sweepstakes, just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then, fill out a Seahawks vs. Browns registration form and you're entered to win. Entries close October 27th at 10 a.m. Visit this station's website for more details and your chance to win. Go Hawks! How safe do you feel? Fentanyl has crept into our schools and our community. Children, friends, and neighbors, this affects us all, and I'm frustrated with the lack of urgency regarding this crisis. I'm Hannah Ortis, and as your next Whatcom County Council member, I am committed to having hard conversations so that we can find real solutions. Our most vulnerable are depending on us to put people over politics. This is my home, and I will represent each and every one of us. I'm Hannah Ortis, and I ask for your vote this November. Paid for by Hannah for Whatcom. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. There we are, and let's go right back to the phones. Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Very well. It was nice to hear Randy. I haven't heard him in a while. Yeah. The whole Middle East thing, you know, Western democracies and people who've lived in relative peace, you know, Europeans, Canada, North America, we don't think the same as people in the Middle East. We're not indoctrinated with a religion from birth. It's such a different culture. So our logical theories on how war should be there, I don't know how much that applies. It's just, it's a very different place. It is not, it has never been a long-term peacefully place ever. It's been thousands of years. The amount of war that's gone on in that region is unbelievable. So I'd say it's a pretty hard thing to say what's the best thing to do there. I don't know. I just know that the war seemed to never. We should try to stay uninvolved as possible, but our involvement, you know, if Iran gets involved, I guess we're hooped and we're going to be involved no matter what. Yeah. But that would certainly be miserable. And then people will be saying, is this World War Three?" And then you'll be like, well, maybe. I hope not. Yeah, I'll say. But the main thing I want to talk about was the Greenways thing. Sure. Don't we hold a record here for the most parks per capita I don't know if it's Watkins County or Bellingham. I've heard this on and off over the years that we have a record mm. number of parks or park lands. I don't know if it's acres or parks. We have a lot of we have a lot of parks, and it's nice to a point. But now some of the parks are being taken over by the homeless. So on the other hand, it's somewhat of a liability. I mean, how many parks do we need? If more people had nice backyards and single-family homes and less apartments, you wouldn't need parks quite as bad. But we're stacking people up like sardines and high-rises because that's the politically correct thing to do right now for the environment. we got to stack them up, you know, 10 high. We can't have a house because it well, hurts the land and all these things and not good. But I don't know. Well, we should prioritize the jail over parks. Well, I don't know when when you just but you know and just when I was talking to the two guests there about the the greenways and and uh, Brad Jones made the point that uh, like the the Anihana Aquatic Center was built uh, back in the eighties I think it was in the eighties when there were, the population was under fifty thousand people in Bellingham and it's 
double that now. Um, I mean, I, well, it doesn't that show you we can't, we now. can't, we just can't continue to expand with, you know, with quarter acre lots or whatever size our city lots are. I, you know, I mean, everybody can't, left, everybody yeah. can't have a, have a, a, a you know, the picket well, fence the in the yard. Well, the and expand. They yeah. always have. That you well, grow and expand it. it. There's can. a lot of nothing. Birch Bay and Blaine area and Custer, there's open land with nothing, thousands of acres of nothing, and it's not good farmland either. They could have total communities up there, and it would be perfect. But, but, we, it's, but we can't but, just have humans, you know, wall-to-wall, you know, nonstop we human. Well, yes, we are. Well, we are we, the southern border's proof of it, Joe. They're coming in here by the hundreds of thousands, uh, and they don't okay. even speak English, and they who knows. So we need okay. to plan for this. You're not stopping it. Well, and uh, we have a lot of parks. We don't need more parks. I mean, we got a lot of them. I, Priorities: okay. well, jails and parks. Uh, well, I'd rather I, have parks than jails, but I think I think we need no, a we jail do. now. We need and, a jail. Worry. I, well, I I think we can I think we can afford both. I, I wish we could prioritize. You no, know, these funds they collect for parks. Why can't they borrow some of that and use it for a jail? The budget with the city and well, county is enormous. They could take a percentage from everything and they could build a jail. They, they could they, have built a jail already. They go to voters. They say, you know, can we, you know, will, can, will you pay more taxes for a, for parks? And we say yes. Well, then they can't start spending that money on a jail. Sure, but they do that all the time. No, they don't. They, they borrow. Yes, they do. They borrow from things. Oh, Ask them. They, okay. they, right. It's an IOU and it goes back. But I, I want the, the money. One I, reason, what, what's that? Well, the one reason they always vote for more property taxes because most people that vote don't own property. Most people now are renters, but and renters, so property but, taxes are popular. But popular property owners who are you know landlords, they'll they'll pass that along to renters. Correct, but people I don't mean, put one and one together a lot of times. Joe, well, it doesn't affect sure. me because I'm not an owner, and it's like yes, it does, but it's not directly, so it's indirectly. Right. And yeah, it well, does. But. but people who rent, I think, want to have recreational opportunities and uh, the facilities there. But okay, thanks, Rich. Appreciate your thoughts. And let's go to Robert in uh, Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Yeah, I guess um, we could uh, build up Birch Bay and all those areas with single-family homes and make this more like Snohomish County or King County or Los Angeles area and just have sprawl throughout this area. But I'd just as soon not have that. And I am in favor of the greenways. I think the greenways are good. And I think that the private sector conceivably could do more for indoor recreation, but the Parks Department could also, like if the Greenways levy passes, maybe if people push for that, they could put some of that money toward a pool or something. But I've noticed there's a lot of venues in this area, large buildings and stuff that are underused. And um, there's a few that are dance spaces, like there's some dance studios. That's a really good indoor activity. There's hippie dancing kind of, and there's also, you know, ballet and stuff like that for the kids. But there's also kind of like hippie dancing. and mm, Hippie dancing, uh, and okay. That, yeah, there's a, something called uh, a sweat. There's a dance called Sweat Your Prayers, and there's another one called Purple Church. But I've noticed that uh, some of those are quite popular, but there's plenty of venues for that dancing. And then there's a lot of venues that go practically empty. Okay. So, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I can't think of one right offhand. Well, you know, maybe put a put a gym in the... Right aid downtown. I don't know. <laughs> See, that's an idea. I was thinking, you know, like Volley, they they built there, and mm-hmm. that was private sector. And then there's another one where the old armory was. There's actually a Volley court there, and and so apparently there's two of those that opened. And then you know you have the YMCA, which was, they were talking about expanding to Civic Field in a joint project with the city. And a lot of people forget, but the Arhana Center was actually built by private money it was built in the early 90s there was that let's pool together uh-huh. and uh-huh. and they but pools are very expensive some of yeah. these other 
places, gyms and things, climbing walls like uh, Vita Gym. And downtown, there's Presence Studio, which is uh, uh, kind of where it's sort of like a hippie dance thing that they have there up above Bellingham Bar and Grill. They rent from there. And then there's a big climbing wall that's quite popular called the Vita Gym. And YMCA has a climbing wall too, but it, you know, there's, it seems like there's, sometimes you get the feeling there's a lot of that spaces, even though a pool is a, is a very expensive thing to build, mm-hmm. but some of yeah. these other spaces, okay. uh, sometimes you feel like there's venues going empty too, or not empty, but you know, there's a lot, like maybe the old Rite Aid, maybe someone could put, but I think there's enough private gyms around town that I don't know if it, if it, if they tried to put a gym in the old Rite Aid, it would be competing with Bellingham Athletic. And yeah, and, uh, well, I had that thought too of uh, indoor recreation. If it would be, you know, too much of a, a well, it would be competing with those private gyms, and we have a good number of those in town. I I don't know if that was uh, a factor in in decision making that those are facilities are available on the private side and. Um, that that's an area the city doesn't have to invest in that much, but, uh, some thoughts and we'll take a quick break and thanks for your call, Robert, three, six, zero, six, seven, six, five, four, six, four back in just a moment. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. Hear that? That's the sound of winter on its way. It's wet, it's windy, and ice and snow aren't far behind. This year, be ready for the Northwest's winter weather with a 24 Subaru Outback from Dewey Griffin Subaru. It'll keep you and your family safe no matter the weather with all-wheel drive and an all-new standard safety package. Plus, up to 32 miles per gallon fuel economy. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all, and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to service, brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury, Whatcom County's premier jewelry store, voted best in the Northwest, featuring an in-house jeweler for quick, affordable service. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. Joe T. in here, and I want to invite you to join KGMI on a once-in-a-lifetime adventure with Bel Air Tours and Adventures next June. You'll spend six incredible days in Boston, Cape Cod, and all the surrounding islands. It's KGMI's Cape Cod and the Islands Tour with our own Deanna Herolick. Learn more about it this week. Two free informative meetings happening this Wednesday and Thursday. Join Bel Air Tours and KGMI at 6.30 Wednesday night at the Barclay Village Jalapenos Restaurant in Bellingham and at 6.30 Thursday night at Rustler's Front Street Grill in Linden. The KGMI Cape Cod and the Islands Tour. Discover where Paul Revere started his famous midnight ride. Visit Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket Island. This is a bucket list trip led by a professional guide with plenty of time for exploring on your own. Join KGMI and Bel Air Tours for a free informational evening. 6.30 Wednesday at Barkley Jalapenos in Bellingham and 6.30 Thursday in Linden at Rustler's Front Street Grill. Details at KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And Jim's been hanging on. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? I'm very well. Okay. That's uh, at least one of us. <laughs> oh, good. And well, maybe, uh, now a third, uh, two-thirds, uh, three-quarters. They start looking up for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got two points to make if there's time. Okay. Real quick, uh, go ahead. 
Well, this is from uh, Counterpunch, uh, The Politics of Anti-Semitism by Michael Newman, N-E-U-W, or N-E-U-M-A-N-N, two N's. Okay. <clears throat> he says, I, I was going to talk about this the other day, but I oh, only got so much time for it. But <clears throat> he says, well before the Hitler era, Zionists came thousands of miles to dispossess people who had never done them the slightest harm and whose very existence they contrived to ignore. And he says, um, today, when Israel could have peace for the taking, it conducts another round of dispossession, slowly, deliberately making Palestine unlivable for Palestinians and livable for Jews. Its purpose is not defense or public order, but the extinction of a people. Okay. So that's it. That's one point. Uh, the other one was I was watching Fox News, I believe it was last night. There's a guy named Mark Levin. He's fairly well known. I know so, of someone who liked to uh, listen to him, but I yeah, I'm uh, he with was him. okay. He was yeah. He's a regular. He, uh, Sean Hannity calls him the Great One. Uh, so he was meeting with this John Hagee. Uh, he's a preacher in Texas. He's very far right politics. He uh, goes off into these uh, kind of bizarre points about you know the ten toes of the foot or the represent the uh, 10 tribes of Canaan and stuff like that. But he is uh, probably what's known as a dispensationalist. I mean, he's waiting for the rapture. Okay. So essentially he's saying he's gonna, they're going to mobilize 10 million people to go to Washington, D.C. And they're just, uh, he didn't say what they're going to do there other than to try to get laws and made and so forth. And they're both combining right-wing evangelicals, which he's the head of, with, G with Jews. And uh, I say like the Molotov-Ron-Ribbentrop Pact in 1939 between uh, Stalin's representative Molotov and Germany and von Ribbentrop, it wasn't a peace treaty. It was a non-aggression pact. So both knew it wasn't to buy – that both knew it was to buy time. So there are these uh, anti-Semitic people, the evangelicals, but they're also pro-Israel simultaneously and paradoxically. And so – uh, they could make a lasting alliance. I've told you before that I believe there's a percentage chance of everything. And so the, the, I don't think they really want to because the Christians want rapture, the end of the world, Armageddon. So they all go up and only 144,000 people will survive and Jews will be converted or killed. You know, it's 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 pretty oh, uh, outrageous, really. So okay. I just thought I'd point that out. And then white Christians, according to uh, uh, maybe Agora Vidal, who are natural fascists. Some of these people, there's a guy named Randall Terry that you can uh, look on, Michael Prenti with Christopher okay. Hitchens. Okay. And one last point. A lot of names he says, here. Okay. Yeah, he says, when we come, not if, but when we come to power, all abortionists will be killed and everything will be a Christian-based uh, country. So okay. those are just a few thoughts I'd get in, and uh, I'll uh, maybe expand on them tomorrow or some other time all right jim all right thanks for your call this all sounds wow uh, kind of yeah i all right let's go to rod in bellingham and see what he's got for us hi rod <laughs> hey yeah i'm waiting uh, for him to expand on because he said a lot there in little bits and pieces and so it's like uh, let's put a lot of that in context also so there was a lot there but i'm gonna throw something out your way too that's kind of a little mind blower well that's what i expect from you rod <laughs> <laughs> right on right on and it's and it's bent on world peace okay so, and before i get started here i just want to let those that are listening i'm well aware that i'm not speaking for everyone and i'm well aware that science is looking for um, other places in the universe so that maybe if our species is comes to a point where we got to get off the planet because maybe the sun is expanding or whatever, um, we, we're going to do so. So with that said, I was pondering here, you know, hold a grain of sand in your hand, okay, just a single grain, and you can see it it'll be, would be quite tiny in your hand. Now imagine that grain of sand compared to the size of the earth and compare it to the earth. And then imagine the Earth and its size in comparison to the universe, all right? Mm -hmm. Infinitely small, infinitely large, all happening kind of like at the same time. And yet here we are 
on this planet called Earth, so, so small in comparison to the universe, and we're destroying one another, and we're killing one another, and we're not grasping the magnitude of how beautiful and how important that grain of sand is in comparison to the universe. Thus, us as human beings and individuals and how beautiful we are. We were all, this, this whole thing is created and we were created. We all exist. And how magnificent is that that we are so important. Now, some people would say we're so insignificant, but I say we are so important and so beautiful that we were created. And then here we are where we, we want to save the planet when we can't even save ourselves from our own discretion and, mm-hmm. and our actions. Okay. Well. And, yet we, and yet we want to colonize other planets when we can't even save our own planet because we can, we're still working on saving ourselves. And so I just thought I'd throw that out there. And for those right. that, that, that are listening, maybe they can hear this, that there's a message in there somewhere. Well, there, it's, a, it's an important message, I think, Rod. I would say that the, the Earth is beautiful. Uh, it, to, the, to the universe, it's yeah, it's it's probably quite beautiful, but there's a lot of beautiful in the universe and uh, beautiful that we can't even comprehend. But for us, right. this is the this is the ultimate, and it is. It's vital to us as, as for our survival as a species, and and it's it's all we have at least right now. And maybe in you know far distant future that will be different. But right now, and like you say, we're all we have. And that uh, we need to, uh, I think we do really need to value each other more than we do uh, as much as we value ourselves. I, but I appreciate that message, Rod. Thanks for that call. Let's go to Doug in Birch Bay real quick. Hi, Doug. Hey, Joe. Oh, real quick. Oh, man. Okay. Um, let's see. Randy. Randy perfectly described a day when wars were won. And now, unfortunately, today wars are not won, right? We... Uh, so we have endless wars, right? They go on and on and on because obviously we don't have the stomach to do what had to be done to, to win them, right? Um, so, and, and, well, I know, and, I, you know, and I, I hear what you're saying, but you know, I mean, can you really say that, say, the first World War One was won when it didn't bring lasting peace to the European continent? Uh, a war broke out again just uh, a decade and a half later. I mean. I right, mean, but was that war If we'd have fought them like we fight them today, where we're given aid to like a hundred million dollars to, to you know, give aid to the enemy, let's say, um, there wouldn't have been that gap, <laughs> and we'd still be fighting World War II if we'd have fought it that way, right? I mean, it okay. would it would never end until somebody gets. Tired of doing it like we did in Afghanistan, you know? Yeah. Um, well, but anyway, yeah. okay. so anyway, and Jim, Jim is totally confused. He needs to, he needs to listen to people who, who actually know something about Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. Christians, Christians aren't looking to kill him or any other people. They're looking to save sinners from their sin. That's why Jesus Christ came. He didn't come to, you know, start some big plan to kill off everybody but Christians, okay? Jim needs to educate himself and okay. not listen to people that don't like Jesus Christ. Why don't why doesn't he get his information from somebody who actually knows who Jesus Christ is All instead right. of getting it from somebody who hates him? Okay. Right. Thank right. you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Let's go to Derek in the county. Hi, Derek. Well, it's Eric. Oh, Derek? Eric. Oh, Eric. I'm sorry, Eric. I, I got with Derek up here on my screen, but that's all right. Go ahead. I, I'm just calling to second the opinion of the very last caller. Uh, you know, I heard, uh, I guess his name was Jim, his comments, and I thought, oh, my God, here's a classic anti-Semite who has a little bit of knowledge, and it came off to me as bigotry on parade. If you're going to make comments and attribute uh, uh, things to evangelical Christians or Jewish people or whatever, then you owe it to them 
to do it accurately. And that means you have to stop and you have to take a look, as the last caller just said, at what what the fundamentals of each religion are. Okay. Just making these sweeping anti-Semitic generalizations. I, I, I am so angry right now, I can hardly see straight. Well, Eric, so you're, you'll you're have not to, alone. You'll have in, to forgive me. Well, that's all right. I think you, you make an excellent point that uh, generalizations are, uh, in almost every case, absolutely wrong and, and uh, unfair at the very least. So I appreciate absolutely. you making that point. All right. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Let's go to Tim in Everson. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Hi, Joe. I wanted to tell you... Uh, uh, on the Greenways thing, uh-huh. uh, the one one guy that was for it, yeah. I, I just it, it really disturbed me that he had to bring equity in. And what I would suggest is that maybe there is an effort to claw back some of this carbon tax money to promote that because the way property taxes in the last two times have gone up, it's it's not like it's forty one cents per one thousand dollars. Not when when property values in the last two assessments have gone up so much. It's not that easy to say. And the last thing I'll say, because I know you're running on short on time, Uh is uh, you had your candidates uh, forum last week. Uh I would vote no on the jail. I think the opponents made a very good case for the no. And I I was for it before that. And the other thing I'd say is that I was very disappointed, even though I don't have necessarily a dog in the fight. Uh, I think it was Kimberly Lund, uh-huh, the Kim mayoral candidate. Uh-huh. One of her first responses when you asked her what you would do to address homelessness, if it wasn't the first, it was right behind it. She said, we have to rely on the other cities in Whatcom County to help us out with this, to relieve the issue okay and i just uh i i volunteer outside of my community okay tim i i really want to give lou and linden a chance and uh he'll be the last word and lou we got about 30 seconds but go ahead oh okay yeah joe um some practical advice for people i've lost 10 pounds which i've been trying to lose for 15 years the way i did it joe is i stopped eating pork and chicken and beef that are fed fattened up with corn and soy products. Mm. Back in the 1960s, uh, farmers and corporations started feeding chickens, pigs, and uh, beef uh, corn and soy to fatten them up so they could make more money selling them. But the problem is when Americans eat these animals that have been fed corn and soy, they get the same effect. We gain weight just like the pigs and the chickens and the cows. So I only eat wild-caught salmon, sardines. If I eat beef, it's 100% grass-fed straw. No more animals fed corn and soy. All right, Lou, and that's the last word here on our show today. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock.